Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello everyone at Colonial Church, St. Augustine, Florida. One of my favorite churches in the whole world and we absolutely love your pastors. In fact, you have the real deal in uh, pastors Matt and Jill and from our home to your home from Norwich England we want to tell you how much we love you we've been praying for you at this time and we cannot wait to see you we need some sunshine you guys have so much sun and we have so much rain so we miss you but you know I know this has been a tough season uh, in this COVID-19 season but I really believe that God is bringing you out of this and into a new season of blessing and favor so thank you for allowing me to speak on your platform today Hope I bring a message of strength and encouragement into, into the church. And we've been doing a, a, a new series in, in Soul Church called Forward, because that's what we believe that the church should be right now is moving forward. In fact, our series phrase has been, it's time to write a new chapter. And we believe that we're going to step into a brand new chapter. And we believe in that for you guys too. In Philippians 3.13 says, but one thing I do forgetting the things which are behind. Who wants to forget some of the things behind? Just recently, I reach forward to the things which are ahead. And we're going to keep reach, reaching forward into our God-given future. And so, you know, I really believe that this message is going to help and strengthen you today. So Father God, I pray that you'd speak through me. I pray, Lord, that your words would be in my mouth. I pray for our family, Father, our church family there at Colonial, that you would strengthen them, bless them at this time. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. We're going to read in just a moment a scripture from 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6. And it's a story of David and his men who come back from fighting the Amalekites, the sworn enemies of Israel. And when they come back to their city, their city is in ruin. Their, their wives and even their children have been taken away and held hostage. And everything was gone. Their property was burnt to the ground. And the Bible says that David wept until he had had no more power to weep. I mean, if you're a New York Yankee fan, you can identify with this. And David's at the lowest point of his life. Imagine coming back home to find your, your city, St. Augustine, in ruin, burnt to the ground, people taken, your loved ones missing. And this is what David said. It says, David was greatly distressed and the people spake of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. I love this bit. It says, but David encouraged. He strengthened himself in the Lord. This was a huge test for David, how he was going to respond in this season. And like David right now, our world is turned upside down. Our schedules have been turned upside down. Our routines, our schooling, our diets, our bedtimes. You know, COVID-19 has done so many different things to our society. And David has also a, a response to God in his circumstances. And he says this one phrase, but David encouraged himself in the Lord. I want to encourage you today to start encouraging yourself. You know, courage begins by what we say to ourselves. What separates a good day 
and a challenging day is often what we think about and what we speak about. And speaking to ourselves is often perceived as a bit abnormal, a bit weird, a bit unusual. Um, But the Bible says that faith comes by hearing, but also fear comes by hearing. And I want to encourage you today, if you're constantly uh, saying the wrong things to yourself, it will pull you down. You know, our feelings can so easily reign over our lives. 14 years ago, Chantel, my wife, she became the luckiest girl on earth as she married me. All her dreams and all her desires were met. That was a joke, by the way. I became the luckiest guy on earth. And, but we, you know, like, like husbands and wives, we said these words to one another. I take you to be my husband, my wife, to have and to hold from this day forward. From this day forward. That's the title of my message I want to bring to you today. From this day forward. From this day forward, I want to share with you five go-to phrases that I believe God wants us to say to ourselves to ourselves from this day forward. And if you're stuck in life right now, if you're stuck in fear, if you're stuck in your feelings, this is what God, our Heavenly Father, would say to us today if He was here in person. So five things, I want you to write these down as we go. Five things that we're going to say to ourselves from this day forward. Number one is this, there's more in you than you think there is. There is more in you, colonial, than you think there is. Ephesians 3.20 says, God can do anything you know far more than you could ever guess, imagine, or request in your wildest dreams. Let me speak to the potential in everyone who's watching this right now. There's more in you than you think there is. Do not limit what God can do through you. Stop saying, I'm not a good teacher. I'm not good, I'm not good enough parent. Stop saying that you don't have a job. You know, the first time I spoke to camera like this at the, at the uh, beginning of this crisis, I had a mini meltdown. Why? Because I didn't realize that there was more in me than I thought there was. We spend far too much time listening to ourselves rather than talking to ourselves. And I want you to say this out loud right now, wherever you're watching. I want you to say this out loud, Colonial Church. There's more in you than you think there is. There is more in you than you think there is. You know, we've been listening to the voice of the enemy saying, we can't, we're not smart enough, we're not good enough, we're not educated enough, we're not qualified enough. But like David, you need to start telling yourself there's more in you than you think there is. I believe that there is a book inside of someone ready to come out. There is a degree ready to be written. There is a child waiting. Stop telling yourself you won't be a good enough mum or dad. There's a new business idea. I want to encourage you to focus on the potential, not the problem right now. God can do anything you know. There's more in you than you think there is. Sometimes the thing which is holding you back, it's all in your mind. And I want to break through that that negative thinking right now. I want you to say this again. There's more in you than you think there is. David strengthened himself in the Lord. He encouraged himself. Sometimes you've got to speak to yourself. From this day forward, there's more in you than you think there is. Number two, statement number two, you're doing better. This is my favorite. This is my favorite. You're doing better than you think you are. This is one of my favorite things to say to myself every day. You know what the enemy wants to do? He wants to whisper the exact opposite to us. Revelation 12.10 says that the enemy is the accuser of the church. 
Well, if he's the accuser of the church, I want to be the encourager and the builder and the lifter of the church. How do you know I'm doing better than I think you are? Because you're still here today. You're still in church. Your kids are still alive. They might have eaten a lot more Happy Meals this year than they should have done, but they're still here. They might have been eating too many sugary sweets, but they're still here. You made it through however many 15 weeks it was of lockdown. You came through the other side. I want you to know right now, you're doing better than you think you are. Why don't you text someone else during the service and say, hey, you're doing better than you think you are. You know, I'm tired of the devil whispering lies to us. I've got a message to the enemy right now. I'm doing better than I think I am. He wants to continue to try and trip you up, make you feel like a failure, make you feel like you've messed up and you're not good enough. You see, your life will always follow the direction of the conversations you have with yourself. And the conversation I want you to have with yourself today is this. You're doing better than you think you are. Every single parent out there watching, you're doing better than you think you are. Every health worker, you're doing better than you think you are. Maybe you're feeling tired and this has been such a tough season. We salute you. We honor you. Those in the services, we honor you today. You're doing better than you think you are. Stop putting yourself down. You know, us Brits, we're really good at putting ourselves down. God wants to lift us up. He wants to lift our spirits, lift our energy. The Bible says he's the lifter of our heads, lift our energy levels. David encouraged himself in the Lord. From this day forward, you're doing better than you think you are. Number three, from this day forward, you're not who you used to be. You're not who you used to be. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new has come. The old has gone. The reason so many of us, we cannot move forward is we're constantly reminding ourselves of what we used to do, who we used to be, the mistakes we used to make. I remember the very first Sunday we started Soul Church six years ago. I know you guys are just celebrating your anniversary too, but we're selling six, six, celebrating six weeks uh, next month. And after the first service, I remember going out into the atrium and a lady came up to me and she said this. She said, you'll never be Pastor John to me. You'll always be a little brat who annoyed everyone. Wow, what encouragement. Imagine just preaching your first sermon as a pastor and someone calling you a little brat. And here's the decision I had to make discouragement is a decision that we have to make. In fact, it's a conversation that we have to have with ourselves. And here's the conversation. I am not who I used to be. I'm sure I was a little brat 20 years ago, maybe even 20 weeks ago, but that's the past. Hey, we're not who we used to be. We've all made mistakes. We've all you know, got, got memories that we wish we could eradicate. But here's the deal. Stop letting the enemy play your, play your uh, past in your, in your memory bank. Our past can so easily discourage us. We can so easily live in regret and remorse for the mistakes. But let me tell you, shame is not from God. God is a God. The Holy Spirit is, this is where the Spirit of the Lord is. There is freedom. And God wants to bring freedom into your life. We all have those mistakes. But God in heaven, he wants you to know that he's bragging on you. You're his children. You might not be where you want to be right now, but you're not where you used to be. God does not work on condemnation. God works on affirmation. 2, 1 Peter 2 says, but you are a chosen 
generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his glorious light. You know what that that, that scripture tells me, number one, it says I'm chosen. Number two, it says I'm royal. Number three, it says I'm special. And number four, it says I'm called. You know, you are chosen. You are royal. You are special. You are called. You are not who you used to be. Do not allow the enemy to tell you that you are who you used to be in high school or college or the mistakes you made as a young man or a young woman. God has removed your sins as far as the east is from the west. You do not fall out of God's grace. You fall into God's grace. God wants to bless you, but he can't bless you until you let go of the past and move into the plans and the purposes he has for your life. Number four from this day forward. I hope you're enjoying this. If you're enjoying it, just jump up and down, do a twirl. Number four, you matter more than you think you do. You matter more than you think you do. From this day forward, I matter more than I think I do. God wanted you in this world and you matter more than you think you do. Psalm 39, 139, 14 says, I will praise you for I am fearfully And I am wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works that my soul knows very well. God created us with value. He thinks you're marvelous. Colonial Church, he thinks you're marvelous. I think you're marvelous. I am so proud of everyone. The question is, do you think the same way? One of the reasons that depression and mental health are issues and so widespread in this day and age is people have lost their self-worth. They've lost their sense of value. They feel like they don't matter. You matter today. You don't just matter. You matter a whole lot more than you think you do. Your comments to your pastors, your letters, your emails. I want to encourage you. Keep encouraging them. I want to tell you a story. A few weeks ago, I was having a really tough day. And you know, it's not been easy as pastors. And your pastors have done a fantastic job. I've been following the work on social media. And they've been so innovative and creative. But it's been tough to navigate through this season. And I was having a tough day and someone in church sent me a text message and it arrived right at that moment. And it basically said that I matter more than I thought I did. Sometimes we feel like we're doing so much and is anyone watching? Is anyone listening? Is anyone tuning in? But I realized that message wasn't just any old message, it was a message from God. To every dad out there, you matter. You might not always get it right like me and Maybe it's a struggle to try and balance work and family and children and all the various things that we have to do. But you matter today, dads. To every young person who feels like you've messed up, you matter. To every mum, you've cooked and you've cleaned, you've washed, you've cleaned a thousand times. The last few weeks, you matter. My sister has five children. She doesn't have a television. That was a joke, by the way. She cooks 21 meals a day right now. We're still in lockdown, by the way, in the UK. Still in lockdown, 21 meals a day. Here's the deal. You matter. Every single mom, every person, to every person who serves faithfully at Colonial Church, you matter. Maybe you're behind the scenes cleaning up. Maybe you're putting chairs out. Maybe you're just a volunteer and you think, oh, I'm just a volunteer. Let me tell you, you're not just a volunteer. You matter. To every person who who calls people in colonial and you pray for them and you love them and you support them, you matter. To every person who's been giving online 
And giving to the church, I want to say, well done. It matters. Maybe it's just a dollar. Maybe it's a hundred dollars, ten dollars. I want you to know it matters. It matters. I've come to encourage you. You matter more than you think you do. Ten years ago this month, I lost my dad. I know many people have lost loved ones. It's, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Especially on days like Father's Day, which was a couple of weeks ago. If I had a chance to say one more thing to my dad, it would be this. You matter more than you think you do. He never got to preach in front of large crowds. He never got to meet influential people. Yet at his funeral, hundreds of people gathered in a packed cathedral. Why? Because he mattered more than he thought he did. And you matter more than you think you do. Why don't you say it out loud right now? And number five and finally, from this day forward, there's more ahead of you than you think there is. There is more ahead of you, colonial, than you think there is. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts and the plans I have towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. The greatest days of your life are not behind you, they're ahead of you. In fact, the good old days haven't even happened yet. There's been some great services at Colonial. I've been there, I've witnessed it. I've seen you move from a small building to a big building. I've seen what God has done through you. But you haven't even glimpsed what's ahead of you. I believe that thousands of people are going to come to know Jesus in that new building. I believe that you're going to plant churches in strategic places. You're going to help more people be released from poverty. You're going to come stronger, back stronger from COVID-19 than ever before. You will reach and impact more people, Colonial. You will experience a move of God that you have never experienced before in that area and that region of St. Augustine. No eye has seen, nor ear has heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God is preparing for those who love him. I believe it's not just a cliche, it's not just a throwaway line, but I believe that the best is yet to come. Why? Because there is more ahead of you than you think there is. I want you to take these five statements and from this day forward, I want you to write them down. I want you to write them on the fridge, write them on the wall in the bathroom. When you're laying in the bath, you're going to see them. I want you to, I don't know, write them on the side of the cat, wherever you like to do that. Sorry, if that's animal cruelty, send Matt an email. He'll, he'll love to sort that out. Paint them on your wall. Put them anywhere you can. I want you to say, just like David had to have a statement, David strengthened himself in the Lord. You've got to strengthen yourself and say, from this day forward, there's more in me than I think there is. I'm doing better than I think I am. I matter more than I think I do. I'm not who I used to be. And there's more ahead of me than I think there is. And why not? Why not send those five statements to someone? Maybe this week the Holy Spirit will give you a name and someone needs to hear one or two or three or even all five of those statements. Maybe someone is living in guilt and shame. Someone needs to know that they're not who they used to be. Maybe feel, someone feels like they're struggling with their mental health and they feel like they can't move forward and someone needs to be told that there's more ahead of them in Christ than they realize. Maybe there's someone who's struggling right now you're doing better than you think you are. I think there's power when you speak to yourself and you confess the promises and the power of God over your life. I'd love to pray for you right now. I'm gonna pray for two groups of people. First of all, I wanna pray for people who, who've never had 
a relationship with Jesus. You see, to really believe these statements, you actually need to say them in faith. But faith comes out of a relationship with Jesus. And I would love to pray for you. God loves you, friend. God loves you so much that he sent Jesus to earth to die for you on a cross. I don't know how you ended up on, in online church in the room today, wherever you are. I don't know how you're here, but here, here's, here's the deal. God does. There's no accidents with God. God loves you. He planned for you to hear this message today because you matter more than you think you do. And Jesus, he went to the cross and he died. He took our sin. He took our shame. He took our mistakes. He took all the bad stuff and he said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to die. I'm going to take it all on my back so you can walk and live in freedom. You say, well, that doesn't sound fair. It wasn't fair. But that's what grace is. Grace is undeserved. It's the undeserved favor of God. So today you can receive his grace. You can receive forgiveness of sins. You can receive hope for tomorrow. You say, well, what's left for me to do? Simply receive it. Because salvation, grace, is a gift. You can't earn a gift. If I give my son or daughter a gift, it's because I love them. It's not because of what they do, it's because of who they are. And God wants to give us a gift today, not based on our behavior or performance, but on who we are. We are his children. He loves us. So all that's left for us to do is just simply receive. So I'm going to pray for some people right now. Wherever you're watching, to receive that gift. Receive that gift of grace and salvation. So here's what I want us to do. I'm going to pray and I'd love you just to pray in your heart. You can say it out loud wherever you are. And in that moment, we're going to receive that gift of salvation. Let's pray together. Dear Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he went to the cross to die for me. Right now, I acknowledge my need for you. I invite you to come and live inside of my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Thank you for your precious blood that washes me clean. And from this day forward, I'm going to follow you. Amen. Amen. Well done to everyone who said that prayer for the first time, or maybe you felt a reconnection to God. And I would love you to get in contact and, uh, hey, speak to someone, whether that's online or in the church, and we want to help you. And this isn't the end. This is the beginning of a glorious adventure with Jesus. One of the best things you can do is keep coming back to church. I really love Colonial Church. And if I lived in the St. Augustine area, that would be my home church, okay? Matt and Jill, like I've said already, your pastors are the real deal. So keep coming back to church. Church is a place where you'll be strengthened and uh, you'll be encouraged and built up for a, for a brand new week. So well done to everyone. We're cheering you on here from Norwich, England. Fantastic. Amen. Well, I also want to pray for one more group of people before, before I hand back to, to, the, to the team over there in Colonial. And you're saying, hey, I've taken those statements on board today. And I realize that maybe 
I was putting myself down. I realized that I was talking the wrong things, saying the wrong things, thinking the wrong thoughts. But today, just like David, I'm going to use these statements to strengthen myself in the Lord. Before I head out to school, before I head out to university, before I get in the car to go to work, I'm going to tell myself that there is more in me than I think there is, that I'm doing better than I think I am, that I'm not who I used to be, that I matter more than I think I do, and there's more ahead of me than I realize there is. So would you allow me to pray for you right now? Because I want to speak strength and hope through these statements into your family, into your life. Father God, I just thank you today for, for your church, how much you love your church. And I, I know that there's been so many things that have come against the church over the last few months. But the church is still strong. The church still stands. And I pray, Father, right now for every person who's watching, every person who's listening Lord, that you would strengthen them, just as David strengthened himself in the Lord. And they would take time every day to speak the words of life, the words of hope over their lives. I pray for those who are struggling with their identity, struggling, Father, with the past, struggling with the future, struggling with comparing themselves to others, Father. There's so many things, but today we make a decision to declare these statements from this day forward. From this day forward, there's more in me than I think there is. I'm doing better than I think I am. I'm not who I used to be. I matter more than I think I do. And there's more ahead of me than I think there is. Father, I speak a future and a hope. I speak blessing. I speak strength, wisdom, power and might, Father God. I thank you that we can go into tomorrow with the knowledge and the faith that you are with us. Lord, I pray for Colonial Church. Lord, I speak growth. I speak increase. I thank you, Lord, that the best is yet to come. We hold on to that glorious hope that we'll be able to gather normally, whatever normal the new normal looks like, Father, we'll be able to gather in the new normal. Lord, and many, many thousands of people will come to know you. What the enemy meant for evil, God, you will turn around for good. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, absolutely love you, church. On behalf of Chantel and I, from our house to your house, we, uh, we miss you. We love you. We hope we get to see you maybe later in the year or sometime next year. And keep believing it. Keep declaring those statements over yourself and keep encouraging yourself in the Lord. See you soon. God bless. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you, why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you to also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.